Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of We Can Fight Like Cats If We Have To. On this hilarious episode, you have a dialogue between Alon and myself, Sally, about some hilarity that is happening, I guess, in Petticodiac, New Brunswick is really where it is. Um, it's funny because I was like, what should we choose to do our next topic about? And this one just very simply landed on our lap exactly 10 minutes before our meeting. And it is epic. So first off, Alon, how are you today? Not bad. Not bad. A little chilly. More than that, I'm okay. I'm okay. Living the dream? Uh, yeah. You know what? The dream is, uh, the dream is to, to be alive. So, so in that case, yes, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I am. Uh, <laughs> I you're good. You're laughing. laughing. Listen, you're, you're laughing. laughing. I'm you're laughing. Laughing right. all the way. Like, oh, like this right. is just. Laughter right. keeps right. you young. All right. All right. All right. All right. So this is so big that I'm going to read it on air for everyone to hear what it is that I'm laughing about, because it's just it's so ridiculous that I have to read it verbatim. And it gets worse than what I just read, too. Okay. So my friend posted on her Facebook. She lives in Petticodiac, New Brunswick, which is a small town. Um, and her son goes to school there in grade nine. And she posted, my son got his first taste of small town racism today. He has always been raised in a multicultural environment and taught that as a white young man, <clears throat> he has to do better. School class discussion with teacher about racism. And now we quote the actual teacher. You don't have to like black people, but you have to be nice to them. I also quote the teacher. You can say the N word around your friends, but never say it to a black person's face. Ex and now she, we go back to the, the post. Excuse me, what? His teacher said this to a class of ninth graders. I'm floored and pissed. Further to this discussion, I actually contacted my friend and was kind of like, what in the actual fuck is this? Um, <laughs> and she went on to tell me that she had to ask her son to repeat the story five times because she couldn't wrap her head around it. And he consistently told the story exactly the same five times. She also clarified that this teacher, Mrs. O'Brien, justified it, justified what she said by saying she is seeing someone who is black. I don't know where to start, Alon. I, I don't want to start cry laughing on radio like I did a few minutes ago. Do you want to start us off? I will start it off and feel free to continue laughing. Cry laughing. Uh, cry laughing. Um, listen, I, I and we talked about this before we started recording. I've been telling stories like this about my experiences with my son um, here in New Brunswick for years. And everyone looks at me like I'm crazy and everyone 
is like, no, no, it's just a one-off. We can't believe it, blah, 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 blah. But this is the reality of being in the Maritimes as a person of color, period. And, you know, I applaud this lady for raising her son in, in a multicultural environment and stressing the point that he has to be better. Kudos to her. And hopefully there are a lot of other white families out there who are, you know, impressing upon their children to be better. She's um, one of the and- strongest allies I have, to be honest with you. Like she is incredible as an ally. She has no PEOC that I'm aware of in her family, but she is die hard ally. Like she is on the front line with. And like, I appreciate that. Us. And more people need to be right. You know, because the fact of the matter is that, you know, at the end of the day, you know, this is, you know, it's, it, it's about human rights. It's about equality and true quality is treating everyone like humans. So you know, shout out to her, shout out to her son. Um, and, and, you know, shout out to her son for, for recognizing that this teacher is wrong, 100% wrong. And, you know, this is just a, a very good example of what goes on in maritime school systems. The school system is not mandating any sort of real change with its educators. Or it's, you know, or, or anything else. It, it literally isn't, you know, there, there may be some, you know, empathy courses or compassion courses that they have to take now as part of, you know, being, you know, this, this whole, you know, welcoming, you know, type of, you know, PR stunt. But the fact of the matter is that there is no real educating of cultures. Um, and, and again, why is it that we're only trying to teach grown ass adults empathy? Um, this isn't, about empathy this is about you literally just understanding that people are human beings no one's asking for your fucking empathy or your sympathy or your fucking compassion we just want to be treated as equals so if you don't want people talking shit about you or treating you poorly or treating you differently then that's all we're asking that you do to other people it's a very very simple equation um i think people make this shit way more complicated than it needs to be it's not that hard but i'm gonna interrupt you for one second can i interrupt you for one second yeah go ahead So this teacher isn't telling people to treat people differently. This teacher is saying, you don't have to like black people. You just can't be mean to them. Well, see, here's the thing with that. um, I'm, I'm, I'm not being a devil's advocate here. I'm just further clarifying for the people in the house who do not understand that this is still racism. Absolutely. Absolutely. Racism. This is still violence. Absolutely. And this whole thing of, you know, I don't have, and and you know what, the sad thing, the the crazy thing about this is that her logic walks a very fine line, right? Because yeah, at the end of the day, I don't have to like you as a person. I have to respect you, but I don't have to like you. So she's right. You don't have to like people individually, not so much black people. You don't have to like people individually. But you have to clarify black people. Right. But that's, this is the point that I'm getting at. You don't have to like people, period. I don't have to like people. I don't like But there are certain, right, but there's, <laughs> that's right. But there's certain general respect boundaries that are unspoken that need to be followed. Right. So that's, again, this, this, this is, this is kind of what I'm getting at in, in a roundabout way. And I've talked about this before various times is that the whole movement that was going on before recent events here with George Floyd and, and, and Brianna Taylor and all the things that have happened in 2020, 2021, 
before that, the whole narrative was wrong. Right. Because everyone took the fucking, you know, a Rodney King soundbite of can we all get along and ran with it. And white people ran with that shit. That's not what Rodney King was getting. At, OK, all we want is respect. And the problem is white people don't want to do the work. No, we don't want just respect. We want think, equality. We right, want opportunity. But, right, I'm going to be a little bit greedier. I don't right. want respect because you know what? Respect. That's just the the the, the, the tipping the tip of the iceberg why should i have respect but live in poverty because you don't want to give opportunity to my people why should i have your respect but still live in a second class society where there's segregation and white people think that a vaccine is causing segregation don't actually understand what segregation right. is like it just but I respect is where you. you start though but respect is where it starts right because if i respect you then i realize that we deserve the same things I is think what it goes I'm, further, though. It it does, but I'm I saying think the recognition level, is where it starts. Recognizing base, our differences right. and but recognizing see, them as that just differences. Like but see, but you're that's short. The thing, I, you're not short. I'm tall. No, you're tall. I'm short. You know. But those are but those are details that people I think get hung up on, right? Like I'm not even like. Here's the thing: differences should not be an issue. Right. White people are different. Brown eyes, black eyes, blue eyes, red hair. So white people are. So that's the thing. Differences. That's, this is what I'm getting at. White people take the easy way out. The hard, thing to, the hard thing to do is to respect someone for, for the person and human they are. That's the hard thing for you to do, because it's very easy in human nature to pick apart people for small fucking details. Oh, you've got brown hair. You've got red hair. You've got freckles. You've got, you know, dark black hair. You're brown. That's the easy shit. That's the easy shit. And that shit that everyone's like, oh, we need to respect each other's differences. Fuck all that. Fuck all that. That is easy fucking surface cosmetic shit. The hard part. Makeup. Right. The hard part is for me to respect you as a human being and realize that you and I both bleed, you and I both breathe air, and you and I are both cognizant intellectual beings who want the same things at the end of the day. That's the hard part. Right? Me, it's like it's it's like when 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 you know women say, Well, look past my hair and my looks and my weight and everything else. Right, because that's cosmetic. So you want, so it's the same type of thing. It's, it's the, what I'm saying, respect. I agree with you. Res, opportunity and resources and the sharing evenly of things is exactly what needs to happen. But I feel that the base of that comes with me respecting the fact that you are existing on this planet just like I am and that we share similar hopes, similar dreams, similar goals and are facing similar challenges and that I need to help you and, 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 and we need to work together to, to solve this. White society as a whole, not talking individuals, as, as a whole has not understood that and they consistently take the easy way out. The easy thing is, oh, let's, can we all just get along and you're brown and I'm white and you're, you're tan. And so look at us, we'll hold hands and fucking paint this poster. Right. That's the easy shit because it's easy for that's easy for them to digest because they don't have to but give up anything inward, because they I don't understand have to give that. up anything. And, but, right. I understand that. And this teacher is correct in the in the fact of, no, you don't have to like people. 
But where she's wrong is one, pointing out black people as the people you don't have to like, as if white people don't fuck over white people on a daily fucking basis. Number two, the fact that she goes further and is like, well, you can say the N-word in private and with your family and friends, but not in, but okay, that's where, that's where you're dead fucking wrong. And, but that is the cloak and that is the mask that white people, especially here in the Maritimes, have chosen to wear. They have put on a front. And that's what I was saying earlier when we talk about the civil rights movement and Rodney King up to recent events. When that happened with Rodney King, white people realized, oh shit, I'm going to have to come up with the, with a mask and a disguise because it's too hard for me and I don't want to put the work in to change my mindset, my perspective, to teach my children like this lady is doing to be better. I'm going to go ahead and just teach my family to just keep it on, on the DL in the house. And when we're out in public, I'm not going to say these words because I don't want other white people to think that I'm not progressive and I'm not modern. But behind closed doors, I'm going to say all the shit that I want to say and do what I want to do. That attitude is what has gotten us into this trick bag now because no one seriously changed. No one has, no white society has not changed. They've evolved to be slicker, but they haven't changed. And especially here in the Maritimes where we're easily 10 years behind the rest of the world, this is a prime example of how far we still have to go. When you have educators who think and have the audacity to stand in front of their class full of children, and to utter this fucking nonsense and think nothing of it, and then to say, well, I'm seeing a black person, so therefore it's okay. No, it's not fucking okay. You don't get a pass. There's a great quote a friend of mine told me who is black. And she said, when I told her, like, we were having a discussion and I told her, like, I don't care if someone is a parent, wife, sibling of a person of color, because at the end of the day, that doesn't determine their their racism meter, how racist they actually are. And she says to me, she said, oh, don't you worry, Sally. I haven't forgotten that slave owners raped their slaves. And it just, it kind of brings it together. Like you can have a relationship with someone who is oppressed. And if you're benefiting and taking advantage and have an upper hand on this relationship, and do not take the responsibility of protecting that person, then you are exploiting and equally, if not worse, racist. Like, this is just. Mm, yeah, the fact that there's. Let this, it sizzle, this, Sally. But, let it sizzle. But, oh, but, but, but this so lady. Mad. But this teacher is literally a prime example of what is wrong here in the Maritimes. And again, the fact that there is no real vetting of teachers, there is no real re-education or retraining of teachers. And again, this whole thing of I need to teach, you know, teachers how to be compassionate and empathetic. You can't this is that again yet. that, but but again, this is where it goes sideways for me. That is not the issue. I don't need you to be simple. What about my fucking culture and life? Think makes you think that I children? need your. What, 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 what I'm getting at is, who goes to that school? Because I'm sure there's going to be a black child going to school in Petty. Maybe not two, maybe not three, but I'm sure there's one. Oh, for sure. But my thing is, what about other cultures makes white society think that we need your empathy or compassion? Right? Or like charity. that's not right. That's not what this is. 
right? That's not what this is. All we want is for you to respect the fact that we exist, that we have our own ways of life. And you know what? Treat us like you want to be treated. Again, the equation is so fucking simple. It's ridiculously simple, but everyone wants to make it hard. So, oh, I need sensitivity training and I need empathy training and I need compassion. No one's asking for your empathy or your fucking compassion. There's nothing that, that requires empathy or compassion from you. You need to quit your job. You need to go in an office where you work by yourself and don't have contact with children. Well, That's this lady you clearly, need. well, she clearly needs not to be a I want her job anymore. I want her um, job gone. You know, I'm you're sorry. talking no teenagers. sympathy. Yeah, no, I no sympathy no ex- from me. No, I, I have no sympathy for her, no whatsoever. I'm just making a point that everyone's getting it wrong when it comes to trying to retrain people in these type of positions or, you know, white individuals as a whole who are like, oh, I don't know what to do to like be better. Like, you can't you, people, fix something that doesn't work. But people kill me with that. It's not like, damaged. Oh, it doesn't work. But the whole thing of, oh, I don't know what to do to be better. Like, you're killing me with this. Like, you're killing me with this. Like, it's not hard. Like, why do you think that it's okay to call someone a derogatory name in private, but not in public? Like, what kind of logic is that? You see what I mean? On any level, what kind of logic is that? And and the thing- It's still it, logic of power, right? Because it, here's it the is. thing. Let's say you're talking about a woman and you want to insult the woman, you want to call her a derogatory name. You can, if you, if you call her a derogatory name and she's not in the room, you have control of that word and you have control of her image. And that's exactly what they're doing here. And she doesn't understand the magnitude of damage of, of empowering a generation of young people to use such a derogatory name. Like this I isn't agree. even just a derogatory name. This is, this is beyond like, I'm using women as an example because 50% of white people at least can be connected with because you have the genitalia or you have the self-identification as a woman and you know what it's like to be called that derogatory no, name, white women, but you still don't know what it's like it. to be called that word. White women don't get it. And I've said this before. White women then want to act like they're- Oh, they'll get it when it comes to themselves. Right, that's the point. That's why I'm using they, that example. Yeah, they act like they're fucking but impervious because this... they're fucking the devil. Like, I don't understand why you think that you're safe because you're, you're fucking the oppressor. Like, I don't understand that. Like if you as white women want better for you and respect and equality and you want certain, why is it so hard for you to understand that that translates over into other marginalized groups? I don't understand that because the same teacher would flip the fuck out if someone did use a derogatory name in private about her and she found out about it, then she would want that student fucking expelled or whatever the fuck it was because, oh, that student disrespected me and blah, blah, blah. So where do you think it's okay for you to do it to someone else? This, is, this goes back to my point. The solution is so simple. Apparently, it's fucking impossible for people to understand. It, it, it's so simple. Just don't do shit that you don't want done to you. It's that simple. It's literally that fucking simple. If you don't want someone calling you derogatory words and names behind your back, why do you think it's okay to tell other people to do something to someone else? That doesn't make any fucking to judge sense. You. Right, you don't want to be don't judged. encourage judgment and stereotype. That's all. If I'm you don't to. want people to oppress you, don't encourage oppressive ways of thinking. Yeah, like this is this is exactly what I'm, that, and that's all I'm trying to say. Like 
when you hear like this shit doesn't surprise me this is the maritimes this is not the first time it won't be the last and you know what again you know props to this lady raising her kids like that i hope there are more out there like this props to my but, friend not the teacher just enough yeah, no, yeah the, the friend the friend right um but also you know like i i also encourage any parents who you know have biracial children or children of color like you got to be ready and we've talked about this before in this podcast and people think i'm talking out of my ass like you have to be ready to recognize this type of shit and yep. be ready when this shit happens because it's going to happen because clearly as this teacher is demonstrating the school system and the district are not doing enough to vet or retrain these individuals who are teaching our children and as long as you have these individuals slipping through the cracks and saying this to a group of ninth graders. So you're talking 13 to 15 year olds. Like Sally said, impressionable children who are just beginning their young adult life. And you're gonna say this in a classroom and think it's okay because the majority of your class or all of your class in Petty Kodiak is probably white. So you think this is okay. I understand that you can't control what people do and say on their own personal time when it comes to teachers and the district and what they say and do is their oh, no, business. They control. However, they, but they do however, control. They, they don't do, allow them but, to educate. Well, that that's true too. But you know, there they don't is allow also them to actually do their job, which is educate. Yeah, and, and I understand. Listen, everyone's harder for teachers. No one wants to teach anymore because you guys don't pay them shit. I get that, and no one wants to deal with badass kids. I get that too. But at the same time, if you choose the no profession to be a teacher. Kids. <laughs> Yeah, that's it, right? So, you know, I get there are obstacles in the way in the education realm. My whole problem is that, you know what, lady? If that's how you feel, you have two choices. Either you change your perspective and change your life or learn how to be fucking professional and do your job and keep your personal fucking opinions to yourself. You have two options. Clearly, you did not think of any one of these options and you chose to go ahead and just fucking be you in a classroom full of fucking 13 to 15 year old children which is just even more disturbing on top of that now you know again we live in the maritimes there are many rural communities out there and rural communities as we know are not this as progressive as... Moncton. Moncton's no i understand that no no i understand that but the certain play but let's just say it's like the basket of books for people of color that was in my daughter's classroom in grade <laughs> 10 i think it was a basket labeled books for not about not written by for people See, that's the thing. Like, how fucking, like, and that's what gets me, right? And 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 you know what? And and this is where, you know, whenever I, I'll say I, I won't rope all of us into this. Whenever I talk about, um, you know, Acadian culture here and Acadian people here, this is the shit that I'm talking about that, you know, you need to be rally with us on. Yep. Because if you're fighting so hard for francophone fucking literature and francophone yep. fucking this and francophone fucking that, and you want to wear the minority fucking hat when it's convenient for you, but then be white when it suits you as well, this is the shit yep. that we're talking about. Okay. So if you're fighting for fucking French curriculum and French this, and you want teachers to be sensitive to French holidays and say French names properly and all this other shit then you know what? Us other minorities need the same fucking energy when it comes to our shit as well. Especially so when we're about to outnumber you. Right, so when you go ahead, so no one would put up with a basket for fucking French kids in their classroom, they'd fucking have a riot and fuck in the middle of Champlain Street. It would never fucking flop. So 
again, and you know, Acadian allies, step up your game because this passive shit, I'm tired of it. If it's not good enough for you and your children, it shouldn't be good enough for other minorities as well. You can't fucking shut your mouth Amen. and pass off being white when it's convenient for you. And then when you feel you're being wrong, then all of a sudden I'm a fucking minority. That's the anger that I have. When you see one minority group not helping other minority groups come up and fight the same shit that they fought. That's my point. This is a perfect example of my point that I've said many, many times. This is the time where we're experiencing shit that you've experienced in the past and you fought and won. So why can't you help us fight and win? But no, you got your victory. So you want to sit back and be like, oh, Bawi, I'm good. Like, no, that shit doesn't fly with me. That's what upsets me. And again, I'm talking general. I'm not being specific. All I'm trying to say is that this shit should not fly, whether it's Francophone, whether it's fucking Black, whether it's Indigenous, it shouldn't fly. It shouldn't fly at all. And this is where we need other minority groups who have gotten victories in these areas to step up and say, listen, it wasn't right for us. It's not right for them. If we're both minorities, this shit needs to stop for all of us, not just one group, because now we're in a position where you know, we're happy with how things are and we're, we're cozy and we're okay. That's, that's where this is the situation that warrants my rants in the past about this, because this is the type of thing that we need allies to step up and fight for. And when we don't, we're starting from ground zero from square one. Right. So, you know, I could go on and on and on. But yeah, this is again just in, in a nutshell. This doesn't surprise me. I'm not shocked. I'm glad this young man, you know, was is, is being raised in, in a better way. Felt comfortable to tell his mother about this because this shit is wrong, and I'm glad he realized and recognized that that is fucked up and wrong. That is that that is what needs to happen more times than not. And you know, whether she'll lose her job or not, I don't know. Oh, she will. I'm sure she may get a talk. I don't care if you retire early, ma'am, but I'm coming for your job. And I'm coming for your job as soon as we finish recording. Okay, well, that's... uh, That's a promise. (laughs) That is a promise. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm the mother of a child who is half Black and will pass as Black and will have difficulties his entire life as a Black man. I'm not standing for this shit. I'm sorry, I am the victim of severe violent abuse within the school system where I was assaulted in front of hundreds of individuals, including teachers who did jack shit. And I am not standing for this shit. This is the point where we as adults and we as parents, white, black, orange, maroon, purple, you as a parent need to feel some rage because someone is telling someone else that someone's children are second-class citizens. And this someone saying these words as a teacher in a classroom, I, if I was a white mother, I would be losing my binoculars over this because you do not teach that kind of garbage to my child. Of all the things this woman could be teaching this classroom about racism, with the new Chantel Moore verdict, with the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict, with the Ahmaud Arbery court hearing, with Breonna Taylor, with uh, 
what's his name here in uh, in uh, the indigenous man? Um, Harvey Levi, is that it? Okay, yes, I remember Mr. Levi. Yeah. Like, seriously, red dress, like indigenous genocide, like of all the things y'all can be teaching children in a classroom, this ain't the fucking one you're gonna choose. So Mrs. O'Brien, I highly recommend that you take an early retirement because I intend to have you no longer teaching very soon. I will not stand for that. Not for my children, not for anybody else's children. And I encourage every single parent to contact the principal at Petty Kodiak High School. I believe that's where it was. And make a formal complaint and demand action. Because this is like teaching bullying in the classroom. And you should be just as pissed off about this, if not more. Sorry, I am enraged. Actually, I'm not sorry. I'm enraged. I'm really angry. I'm really angry that our children are second-class citizens, even within our education system, even within the content of our education system. And I'm done with this shit. So I encourage everybody to file your complaints. She's in Petty Kodiak, Mrs. O'Brien. And I'm sorry, Mrs. O'Brien, but you clearly will not have a sincere apology with excuses like I'm banging a black man. So I don't want to hear your apology. I want to hear your resignation. You do not qualify for the job. And like any job where you're not qualified, I don't care if you're unionized. Get your ass out of the job. Closing points, Salon. Sorry, I went on like a rampage there. No, no, no. Closing point is is just that I I I just really am not surprised by this. I I really hope that uh, that something is done about this, and I really you know I, I really feel that you know teachers teachers need to be held to a higher standard. Um, yep. You know there needs to be you know definitely you know better vetting and 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 better you know auditing of, of teachers, you know, moving forward. If, 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 you know, we're talking about trying to change things, then that's what needs to happen. Um, you know, if teachers are going to continue to be this unprofessional um, in the classroom, then maybe we need to look at why they're being, te- why, they're, why they're still teaching. Um, the problem here in the Maritimes, we have a lot of people that kind of just like lay low in jobs and float along until they retire um, and, and fly under the radar and do just enough to get by. Um, and that needs to stop. Like education is not one of those, those career paths where you get that, that liberty and that freedom. So, you know, Nope. I, I they really don't even have that. the freedom to teach. No, so but why does but she but have that, the freedom to say this? Right. And, and, and you know what, again, whatever her personal issues are, you know what, they need to stay outside the classroom. I don't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there, there, there's a, there's a mode of professionalism that needs to be, needs to be had, um, you know, and, and again, this just comes down to her lack of respect towards the job, her lack of respect towards her students, and her lack of respect towards other races. And, and frankly, that, towards woman, herself. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the, the woman just has no respect, period, and, and, and clearly is not professional in her chosen career. And you know what, that lack of professionalism for me is enough for her to be terminated. I, I you know, because this this cannot stand to fly. And, and the problem is, is that this happens often 
not every child is brave enough to go home and tell their parents that this happened, whether because they feel their parents either side would, would agree with the teacher and they, and they don't, um, you know, or they're scared to, or they don't, you know, whatever. Um, but, you know, this is not a one-off. And this I is not a one-off. My that. stepdaughter just went on the radio a few days ago saying how the, the principal told her she must be wrong when an older kid called her cooch head. Yeah. Yeah. No, this like, is not a one-off. And, and that's, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, this is, you know, this is something that is happening often. It's happening way too often. And, you know, again, you, you know, this, this particular, you know, young white young man felt comfortable to tell his, his, his parent and, and, and guardian about this. There are a lot of white kids who hear this and know it's wrong but are not feeling comfortable to go home and say something about this because like I just said, they may feel their parents. Oh, you're talking about white children. The same way. Okay. I thought right. it meant yeah. children yeah. of color. That's what I'm saying. Sorry. No, I'm saying that, that, no, no. So I'm just saying that they're, that that's, <clears throat> that's an issue, right? Yep. So, you know, where you have kids who are looking to be better and, you know, so this, this is a whole vicious cycle that's going on, but you know, you have this whole thing with teachers needs to stop. Um, you know, it, it, and, and again, you have administrators in the school who need to be doing closer auditing and paying closer attention to what's being said and what's going on in school and students need to feel comfortable to go to the assistant principal, to even secretary in the office or the administrative assistant, whatever she's called, he or she's called now, and to, vet, and, and to say what they need to say about what a teacher said in a classroom. Because these are things that, that, that need to be nipped in the bud and dealt with and have consequences for. Not, oh, I'm sorry, it slipped. I didn't know you're an educator. You were held to a higher standard. This is a profession that requires professionalism. And that needs to be instituted a lot more strict than it has been in the past. And, you know, that would, for me, would be a great place to start besides a new curriculum and all those other great things. But you know, uh, these are things that, that cost nothing and, and that would, you know, at least keep teachers accountable, right? Yep. You know, I don't understand why we don't have auditors sitting in classrooms, you know, not scheduled, but going around and doing surprise audits. I don't understand why we don't have this, right? Like, you know, the shit that goes on in high school is crazy when it comes to racist attacks and, 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 and racial incidents. The happens. shit that goes fucking, on in elementary schools is crazy. It's fucking insane. It's fucking insane. And high school is worse because, you know, <clears throat> these are young adults and you can't put your hand, you can't do shit, right? They're, they're fucking practically damn adults, right? So, you know, high school is glorified daycare for fucking teenagers in some schools, right? So, I mean, it, it, it's it, the education system needs a severe overhaul um, and, and teachers just need to be audited and held to a much higher standard. You want more money? Then start acting more professional. Um, and do your fucking job. And you know what? Like, you want a better work environment? Then start vetting out your fellow teachers who are shitty. Right? Like, I mean. And you're you QP. Don't cover up the ass of those who are shitty teachers. Right. And that's the no, thing. No, you like, want to. Listen, I am totally pro-union in terms of taking care of everybody who deserves to be taken care of. But if that union is going to stop me from being able to stop a monster from causing a war by saying hate speech in a classroom. We've got a problem. Yeah. And that's what I mean. So that, so I mean, like, there's a lot of things that are wrong, but, you know, people just need, again, like I said earlier, you know, parents, you know, of, of children, um, whether, you know, children of color or, or parents who were, you know, raising their kids to be better. You just need to be cognizant and aware 
that this is going to happen. And when it happens, you got to have the backbone and the courage to stand up and say, listen, that's wrong. I, I don't approve of that. I don't want that taught in the school, blah, 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 and, and take action because otherwise it's just going to keep happening and keep happening, keep happening. And like Sally said earlier, listen, the immigration is not going to stop. The province won't let it. It's too lucrative, right? So it's not going to stop. So, you know, anyone thinking that this is going to end someday, it's not. It's not going to end. Um, you know, this is a multicultural province. This is a multicultural region of the country, period. It's done. It's happened. It's over. You missed it. You acting like, oh, this is just happening. No, this has been happening. I've been here for 20 years. This shit was happening. I've been here for almost 40. Right. It's just been happening forever. Okay. So, you know, anyone who thinks, oh, this is just a phase and, and no, it's not. So, you know, for politicians and for educators and for other facets of society to still think and holding out <laughs> for the day that immigration and, and, and you know, and, and immigrants settling here is going to end, it's not ending anytime soon. So the province needs to step up and this region needs to step up and, you know, start being a cognizant and aware of what's going on and start treating individuals with the respect that they deserve, respecting their, their, their chosen language that they want to speak in, helping them in their proper language and giving them vital services in their language. Um, and, and just, you know, being better. Like there are other tons of cities who do this much, much better than we did here in Canada. Um, you know, and, and, you know, Brunswick is just one of those places where this whole bilingual shit, you need to understand that bilingual does not just mean French. I can't say that enough. Nothing against the French, but again, it's not that the word bilingual does not mean English and French. Yep. Okay. Bilingual means one language, two languages other than English. And we now have a plethora of languages that live here other than English. So if we're going to be a bilingual province, then we need to address and adapt to that name and to that title and embrace it and truly be a bilingual province and serve everyone with the same respect that we have given the French and, and start treating them with the same, you know, tenacity and, and the same care. Um, but, but yeah, fuck this teacher. And, uh, and I, I, I hope she gets dealt with. Yep. That's no, we're, she is going to get dealt with because I'm going to deal with her. Um, <laughs> That is a promise. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into another angry episode of We Can Fight Like Cats If We Have To. I was angry. I, I was freaking living. You, you were you were so angry you were laughing. So I don't know how to that's like is that a psychosis? I don't know what to call that. Is that like a joker laugh? Like was that like 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 the, the Sally the, laugh? The Sally laugh. Sally laugh. So angry I'm, I'm laughing. Copywritten now. Okay, the sally Listen, guys, all of our listeners, same thing as always. Be kind to each other, support one another, but none of those things matter if you cannot stand up for each other. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode. And again, if you want to file a complaint, Petty Kodiak High School, Mrs. O'Brien. Have a great day. <laughs>